We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Home and home. Folks, if you're not watching the unbelievable Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix, you are missing out. Never before seen pictures video, audio, untold stories of his career as a football player, of the murder of Odin Lloyd, family stories. There is nothing like this documentary work. Listen to a portion of this documentary if you haven't seen it yet. No one has allegedly murdered two people and then played an entire season as a professional athlete. Aaron Hernandez was a different level of athlete. He was kind. He wasn't someone who picked on other kids. He's one of the best players in America. Get him the ball. The Patriots reward him with a $40 million contract. Aaron Hernandez was a ticking time bomb. If that doesn't pique your interest, you do not have a pulse. It is outstanding work. We'll dive into it here on a Tuesday home and home, a radio.com sports original. We're brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Check them out, ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. They are the smartest way to hire. I'm Dave Briggs in Connecticut. Ross Tucker is in Pennsylvania. We welcome in Kevin Armstrong, one of the producers of this fantastic documentary, Killer Inside the mind of Aaron Hernandez. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us here on Home and Home. Bravo. It is outstanding work. I can't get enough of it. And what makes it so good, Kevin, my wife doesn't really remember Aaron Hernandez. The player doesn't watch a lot of football, cannot stop watching this documentary. So it's not just for sports fans. It's an incredible piece of storytelling. What's been the reaction? It's been quite a world the last five days. You know, it's not a week until Wednesday. And uh, for us to, you know, a project that we worked on for three years, a story that I reported for seven years, essentially, it, it's been, you know, pretty impressive to see the reach and uh, the feedback that we're getting from people, just understanding how much of the story uh, I think the national audience did not know. Obviously, Boston was pretty saturated with the story, but uh, there's a lot of people just learning about a number of things that went on here. Yeah, Kevin, I, I, I have not had a chance to check it out yet, but I just texted my wife and said we need to because she and I watched some one-hour thing one night. I don't know what it was, like CB, you know, it was like a 60 minutes or something one time, and I know she actually listened to a book on tape about it. She's really in to the Aaron Hernandez story, so I literally just texted her, we got to check it out. I'm kind of curious about the process. Like, how long is the documentary altogether, Kev? Yeah, uh, it's three one-hour episodes. So it's uh, the runtime is about three and a half hours. But, uh, you know, it, it's not The Irishman in terms of one straight shot. It's bro uh, broken up. And I think that's what really helps, you know, the, the pacing and the storytelling here 
the presentation of new videos and audio, including the prison phone calls uh, that Aaron had made to you know his fiance, his mother, any number of people, uh, really brings their voices in, let alone his voice. You know, that's it's pretty chilling to hear his voice from the grave at this point. That, to me, was the most gripping aspect of the documentary is the prison phone calls to his girlfriend, with his mom, to his friend who lied for him on the on the stand, to Pouncey, another NBA uh, NFL player. They talked about their college days. How did you get access to those prison phone calls? Yeah, it's the Freedom of Information Act. You know, it's a waiting game. You, you file it to uh, the authorities and the state and the corrections folks and whatnot. And, uh, you know, generally those calls aren't made public until after someone is deceased or has left uh, prison. Obviously, Aaron, uh, you know, killed himself in jail while serving a life sentence, even though just a week earlier he had been acquitted in a double homicide case. So, uh, you know, the unfiltered voice and really for him to, you know, being honest with his mother, with his sister, uh, but his fiance, uh, that's a whole dynamic that, you know, we wanted to explore. And, you know, he's even speaking with his agent at one point about possibly getting a Smith and Wesson endorsement deal. And, you know, these are the conversations that somebody who's very comfortable in prison, you know, you, you, there's a warning on each of the phone calls, let alone next to the phone that, you know, the government is recording these conversations, but clearly Aaron felt, you know, uh, comfortable enough in prison to uh, continue to elaborate on a lot of different uh, subjects. So my question is, you know, getting back to the three one hour uh, portions of it, how much footage do you guys have? You said three years, like how much time and footage goes into having three one hour uh, programs? A significant amount. You know, I, I traveled for this case alone. You know, I traveled to Florida, Connecticut, Rhode Island, uh, you know, Boston and Massachusetts as a whole, all over the place. You know, I, I covered him, you know, as a Patriot when he was in the NFL. Remember the Super Bowl catch that, you know, I was there when he caught it from Brady and whatnot. So, you know, I knew Aaron Hernandez, the singular talent in terms of, you know, as a reporter. And then, when we saw the case and covering both of the trials, there's just so much more to explore. Family dynamics, you know, what led to someone who had a $40 million contract to throw it all away. Literally, all he had to do in life was not kill somebody. And he wound up being accused of three murders. Talking to Kevin Armstrong, one of the producers of Killer Inside, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. It explores all aspects of this, including how this was arguably the dumbest crime we have ever seen in terms of the evidence, in terms of the path leading directly to Aaron Hernandez's door, literally and figuratively. When, in your sense, did Aaron Hernandez turn bad, and how much did the Patriots turn a blind eye to? Yeah, I think there's a major pivot in his life when his father dies. He's still in high school. He's headed to UConn is the understanding. Uh, you know, everything changes in kind of his junior, senior year of high school there after his father dies. And he winds up going to Florida, very competitive atmosphere. He's the Connecticut kid who comes down there. He's got to prove himself in the SEC. And, you know, it's kind of a cauldron down there at that time, too. You know, Urban's very aggressive, very, you know, wants to. Uh, titles and everything. And, 
you know, here's a guy who's trying to find himself. His father's gone. You know, he, he wants to establish this reputation, you know, uh, of being tough amongst these guys. And if you remember, you know, the Gainesville years with Urban Meyer, there was a lot of, you know, issues, a lot of arrests and whatnot. So, you know, he's around a different element there. And uh, whereas Urban says that he was, you know, scared when or, you know, took note of when Aaron went back to Bristol, Connecticut. So there's, you know, some discrepancy there in terms of finger pointing, whether, you know, the hometown or the college town, whatever kind of, you know, led him to uh, this path. But clearly, you know, Aaron had multiple decisions to make in his life and he chose the wrong one a lot. Kevin, it sounds to me like one of the biggest revelations from the documentary, at least things that people are talking about, is the stuff with Aaron Hernandez's sexuality. What did you find in that regard and what's been the feedback and response to that? Yeah, you know, uh, earlier stories had explored it to some degree. The Boston Globe had, uh, you know, initially spoken with a high school teammate who said he had a sexual relationship with Aaron Hernandez. And we spoke with him as well, Dennis Sansucci. Uh, We spoke with his father and you know, we spoke with uh, Ryan O'Callaghan, a uh, former Patriot himself who did not play with Aaron, but certainly knows the culture of the New England Patriots locker room and the organization. So uh, we wanted to apply as much perspective and context as we could in terms of explaining, you know, it's 2020. There's a lot of issues in, in being discussed about sexuality, and especially in sports at this point. And we just pl- tried to bring a lot of perspective to, you know, what had been a uh, a discussion that really took place in newsrooms uh, throughout his investigations and trials. It was just a matter of how to handle it. And we, we believe we you know did so with care. Talking to Kevin Armstrong, one of the producers of Killer Inside, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez, the fantastic documentary on Netflix. You knew that there would come some criticism. And Jose Baez is the attorney for the late Aaron Hernandez. He said on Instagram, quote, These producers lied directly to my face, so I don't expect their money-making scheme to be much better. He suggested that CTE had everything to do with the death of Aaron Hernandez and the man he become in those latter years that had nothing to do with his sexuality, adding, quote, they are not even close to the truth. Kevin, what's your reaction to Jose Baez? We appreciated sitting down with Jose. Obviously, uh, Dan Wetzel and I, uh, who executive produced it, we covered the trials for uh, myself for the New York Daily News, Dan for Yahoo Sports. We know he's a very aggressive, very you know solid attorney, Casey Anthony. He's known in terms of a few cases now where he's gained acquittals uh, from juries. And when he sat down with us, we appreciated the perspective. He offered us an inside look at really some of the decision making that uh, Aaron Hernandez's defense team made. And, you know, obviously he has some differences in terms of uh, what we chose to present in terms of the docu-series. But in all, you know, I don't think anybody knows what exactly led Aaron Hernandez to make the decisions that he made. And our job was to present everything that was available to us. And we believe that we accomplished that with the presentation that we made. Kevin, What's been the, the, the biggest reaction response that you guys have gotten in general so far? How much of it's been positive? How much has been negative? Yeah, I, I think it's been overwhelmingly positive. 
I think that there are people who appreciate the story, uh, you know, from the victim's point of view. Uh, we took, you know, great care to tell Odin Lloyd's story because we believe that, you know, Aaron Hernandez's story might be the headline and the title of the piece, but clearly there were a number of lives that were affected by him. And the same goes for Daniel De Abreu and Safiro Furtado. Aaron was acquitted of their uh, being involved with their homicides or being char the charges that he faced, but still, you know, those families came to the courtrooms each day and really, you know, were waiting for, you know, some kind of uh, conclusion themselves. So I think that, you know, really, you know, it's only been five, six days since the uh, start streaming on Netflix and we couldn't be happier in terms of the reaction. Uh, you know, there's conversation driven by this and we hope that a lot of people learn uh, not only from Aaron's story, but from uh, those who were involved in his cases as well. Tremendous detail about Odin Lloyd's life. You hear from his former teammate. He played uh, semi-professional football, but essentially they paid to play football, which really tells another side of Odin Lloyd. Talking to Kevin Armstrong about Killer Inside, the mind of Aaron Hernandez. What do you want viewers to take away from the story of Aaron? And do you feel, Kevin, that there's another chapter to the story as related to the CTE? Yeah, you know, I, I think we took pride in providing panoramic reporting. We were willing to speak to anyone, anywhere, anytime, and we really, you know, put the resources into that. We we did exhaustive, uh, you know, research to understand Aaron's life in whole. He was only 27 when he died. He was 23 when he was arrested. So, you know, there there was so much more life for him to live, and you know, understanding his family and obviously CT is part of that. Uh, Boston University, Anne McKee, the great uh, neuropathologist, has clearly, you know, said he was stage three CTE and, you know, the worst case for somebody that age at that point. So, you know, there, there's a lot of discussion to be had. Aaron played in the NFL for three years, three years at the University of Florida, high level football. A lot of people played at that level and don't make the decisions that Aaron made in terms of the criminal activity. So, there, there was a criminal mind to really break down and understand as well, not just the singular talent that Patriot fans celebrated for the time that he was there. Uh, his girlfriend has, uh, has said she wants privacy on Instagram. Kevin, have you heard from friends, family members, their reaction to seeing the documentary? You know, I've heard from people in Bristol. I can't say that we've heard from the Hernandez family uh, in particular. But, uh, you know, definitely friends and family, both those who cooperated with the film and those who, you know, informed us off camera as well. So, you know, there was plenty of, uh, you know, institutional knowledge heading into the film process. Uh, Dan and I both covered it pretty thoroughly as journalists. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of uh, wanted to bring everybody into the project that was willing to speak with us, including Jose Baez, uh, who we appreciated uh, him sitting down with us. Outstanding. And final question is there's a lot of people that wonder of that $40 million contract that Aaron signed, are we aware of how much uh, Hernandez actually earned and what was left of the estate at the time of his death? Yeah, you know, I, I think those numbers aren't, they're going to be hard to tell, you know, unless his agent, you know, speaks to it, uh, you know, obviously the, the number that's always assigned to Aaron is that it was a five-year extension for $40 million. And, you know, that came, you know, shortly before everything transpired in terms of the criminal uh, 
you know, accusations and whatnot. There was about a year of that that he actually played. So, um, you know, the Patriots are, you know, an organization that, you know, is not going to just hand over money. And, uh, you know, there have been court, uh, you know, hearings and discussions over the years and whatnot. But um, at the end of the day, Aaron, you know, died when he died. Uh, his conviction was originally vacated, but then it was reinstated. So he is, you know, officially convicted of killing Odin Lloyd and, you know, mm-hmm. served a life sentence at the time of his uh, suicide. So that money is going to be very difficult, if even possible, to get uh, at this point from the Patriots. Highly recommend you check out Killer Inside, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez, streaming on Netflix right now. Outstanding piece of documentary uh, work. Appreciate your time, Kevin Armstrong. Thanks so much, and congratulations on the work. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. exclusively on the Radio.com app or at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.